Welcome back to the Scarce of the Podcast. This is your host, Mike, and my co-host, Scott. How are you doing today, man? Right. Right. Turn bright like a diamond. Yep. I don't, I don't like it because the light reflects way more on me because my hair is light. Yeah. So, like, it really fucking shines now. Yeah. And I saw that setting up the lighting. I was like, well, I definitely either need a new camera or a different lighting now because this is going to be a problem. You don't look crazy blown out to me. It's not super bad, but at first setting it up, I had to change the location of the lighting. I'm like, oh, okay. That's a little bit annoying. When I get a little too yeah. close, sometimes it shines a bit too much. Yeah. Yeah. You wanna, you know, maybe you did the last one. I'll, I'll bring it up. This film we're talking about today is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. The it's Black the, Sheep. Yeah, it, I've always said that if you watch the film, disregarding the Halloween franchise, it's a really fun movie. Yeah. And Mike has always said that. You see a lot of people bitching, like, even, even disregarding that people don't like the movie. I'll say they're fucking stupid, that's dumb. I'll start off the episode saying if you don't like Halloween 3 even disregarding the Halloween franchise and think it's a bad movie you're fucking stupid I don't even love the movie I will go out on a whim and say like hey man look at it completely different say the title was just called Season of the Witch and you think it's a genuinely bad movie fuck it what I don't even love it I just think it's weird like what makes people so impassioned about this movie to dislike it? I don't get it. I, I always see people throw around like, bro, it's about killer Halloween masks. It's, it's about not, commercialism. It's like, it's, it's not about, it, A, it's not about killer Halloween masks. It's about a warlock using commercialism to fucking sacrifice children for a fucking Celtic festival of the dead. It's he, not about the masks. You know, my favorite thing about this is I like to think that Carpenter, because he was producing this film. Yeah. I like to think when he was when he was producing it, he's like, commercialism does suck ass. Obey. And then he made they live. <laughs> pretty much, honestly, it's kind of yeah. funny. He they didn't live as eighty seven, I'm pretty sure. Yeah I think so. Eighty seven, eighty six, around that period. Yeah. It's really funny because like he they hired a guy to write the script for this, Nigel Neal, who was a creator of the quarter quarter mass character, I think is the name of the character. It's a it's a British television show, um, but he's like a very prolific like sci-fi writer, and he had to take that was the bones of it still exists in this movie. Um, but Carpenter actually did an uncredited rewrite on the movie that then Tommy Lee Wallace rewrote that, and Nigel Neal said, "Take my name off the movie because I don't like what you're making." So Tommy Lee Wallace ended up with the sole writing credit for the movie. He's just like. I didn't write this movie alone, guys. It's a lie. <laughs> and I can't do anything about it because the guy doesn't want to be on the movie. And, yeah, and like I said, if you genuinely hate this movie, that's dumb. I think it's not the best. I don't think it's the best film ever. I think it's good, and I like it. But there are problems with it. I love this movie. <laughs> That's great, man. I think it's, there's a lot to like. The ambiance and the atmosphere are really good in the film. I didn't see this till later in in life. I you hadn't know, like, watched it till much later. Yeah, like I didn't watch it until I was like until I got the um, the 15 disc the Screen Factory box set. Yeah. I didn't watch Halloween three before that, and I was I was either in college or going into college when I bought the set. You so, got it. I think you got it either in college or maybe even a year after. 
I had it. I definitely had it before I before I left college. I know that for sure. But I got it secondhand. But uh, I didn't have Halloween three, so I never saw it. And I always heard like everyone's like, "Oh, it's the bad one. It's it's the the, the shit movie. It doesn't even have Michael Myers in it." It's like, "Oh, what the fuck's the point in that movie then?" But you actually sit down, you watch it, and you just take it for what it is. It's really cool. Yeah. It's super. It is. It is. I think almost inarguably the most Halloweeny Halloween movie. Yeah, I mean, it's really. It's literally it's really not contestable. Though. It's like it's like the Halloween movies like. They they reference Halloween and you know they have the like the half-hearted bullshit in Halloween too where they're like oh Sam Hain they write it on the on the fucking chalkboard and blood, but this whole movie is based around the ancient kind like the older idea of Halloween, so it it is the most Halloween Halloween movie and oh, yeah. it is such an easy movie to just throw on in October, like it's just it's such a fun movie. And I wouldn't throw it on personally. Yeah, I, throw I, it on I totally October. get it being a background film, but like, I don't love the score. I like I it. Score. I think it's good. I think sometimes it's just synth filler, and other times it's really poignant. So, like, it's not a bad score, but to me, there's like highs and then there's lows, and that fluctuates for me throughout the film. And like you said, I hadn't watched it until much later in my life I had never hated it like I grew up and I'd watch a lot of Cinemassacre and he'd always say like I don't get it it's got nothing to do with Michael Myers but it's a good fucking movie so I never had a disdain for the movie or something I don't want to watch it Yeah. I just never cared like I didn't have any interest in it because when you're young and you're going through horror what's your first thought franchises get the franchises see all these characters cool what's next another franchise cool what's next a new horror film cool I'm watching that teenager i'm not gonna go back to season of the witch because there's no real interest in it getting older trying to knock down all these 80s films find things that are either cult classics or things that i haven't knocked off my bucket list of horror films you have to do it yeah three years ago i said okay we're gonna finally watch it did it in a big watch list of 2018 i went through all of every day watched a horror film saw it and it was in the middle of my list I thought it was a really good movie when I first saw it I liked Tom Atkins is a great actor in the film a lot of fun with him but sometimes the other acting is whatever the story I I think is good but like you said it's bare bones and it feels it and you know there's, there's a lot of fun to be had but I would never write home about it saying like this changed the game or like I think it's an unsung hero of the time but I don't think it would have... If Halloween continued in the direction of being anthology, the idea is great. If it continued to follow after this film, I would not be excited. Yeah, I, I get that. I think the ending for the film is perfect. I love the ending. Yeah, it's actually an homage to Invasion um, of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. Couldn't tell you. It's another one to knock off the list. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, Tommy Lee Wallace loves, loves that movie. And uh, he had to fight because I guess I guess they they tried to pull that shit in Invasion of Body Snatchers, and the studio was like, "Hey, happy ending." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the only reason why they got it in this one is because um, John Carpenter had control, and Tommy Lee Wallace is his friend, and he yeah. said, "Whatever you want, I will back you up." Yeah. And they're I like. And he and he's like, nope, we're keeping it. 
It's a downer ending, but we're keeping it. I like the idea of it never solidifying that it goes on or it doesn't. Yeah. Like, if it if it even said that it did show up and then ended, I wouldn't like that. If it ever showed that, like, hey, it, it was definitely taken off, I wouldn't like that either. The fact that it's up to the viewers is what makes me happy. Yeah. I would love more films that did that. And it seems like nowadays, with films being spoofed the endings, you're like, dude, what the fuck? I love more open, ambiguous endings. Yeah, I mean, that's what kind of where I like I like how much of a downer ending it, uh, Halloween Kills ends on. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate the ending. I, I get why people didn't like the movie. A lot of it comes down to the ending, the mob shit, and some of the, the exposition and dialogue. Yeah. The ending's not the problem. I, I would have almost liked it better if he just... The scene ended with her looking in the mirror and you saw him, and that's where yeah. it ends. I'd prefer that, personally. Yeah, I get that. But uh, I actually don't have any bone to pick with the, the acting in the movie, honestly. Uh, just the robot people. They're, they feel not robotic, but like someone said, you know robots? I've seen a few of those, and they tried to act robotic, and they're like, like, dude, you don't look robotic. You shit your pants, you don't want someone to catch you. Like, I'm sorry. But the yeah, actual I, actors, I think, do a good job. The main girl can be a bit hokey, but Atkins saves every scene. And she I, gives I a response, she's, and she's like, what about this? Atkins is like, don't worry, honey, I'll carry you. Well, it's, it's kind of like, like to me, it reads, it definitely plays out the way that it, it kind of really was. Like, she's a younger actress. Yeah. She has this wide-eyed, you know, like a doe-eyed kind of look to her where she's, you know, she's just like, well, well what's going on? Yeah. Um... And, and, and Tom Atkins is like, don't worry, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but, yeah, I think that I think that she's an interesting character. Yeah. And I, I kind of find it very interesting, the, um, it's the dynamic. It's downer, her ending. Oh, yeah. The, uh, I remember someone, they, they asked, uh, at, at a Q&A after a screening of Halloween 3, they asked Tommy Lee Wallace, they're like, so is she a robot the whole movie, or is she a robot just like after a certain point? And he's like, I don't know. It has to be a certain point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have no doubt that it's a certain point. Yeah. Because none, none of the robots are nearly as advanced in emotions and, and speaking or anything to, to yeah. make you believe but otherwise. Also, don't want to get off on a sidetrack, but I really wish when writers were asked those questions, they were assholes. I wish, like, someone goes, like, so was she a robot? The Humble Beach goes, shut the fuck up. Like, he just says that. It's like, wait, what? Shut the fuck up. None of your business. Like, <laughs> like, like, there's uh, something funny about writers just not giving a shit to me. Yeah. Like, I, because writers yeah. are so, like, brutalized by people that are ingesting their material being like, so what about sections A, B, and C? Um, insert answer here. I knew you're a bigot. Well, it's like the thing. The kind of the thing is, like, so many people talk about. You know, like, I yeah, you know, I talk about even in the previous episodes talking about the script for Halloween yes. Two and why it's like it's a weak script. And a lot of people say, "Hey, this script sucks." And a lot of people don't understand how many hands scripts go through. Yeah. And the alterations they go through the throughout the process that they never wanted or never should have had. 
studio notes that are maybe forced upon them you know uh rip like in case of like we'll get to halloween six where they just literally say hey we're not filming this fucking scene sometimes you're lucky if your movie is good like at the end of the day like think about all the films you love and really understand it's almost a miracle that they're any good like if it's like a passion project where directors have full freedom it's more likely that they're gonna be good but like really think about how in-depth studio meddling is in with all films you're just lucky if your film is good by the end of the day yeah it's like as the as the budget climbs the uh the interest in the studio and saying hey how about we take my idea my favorite is a films. like so. like what's the budget 20 million dollars oh two million dollars no no 20 million dollars what 20 million dollars no 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 who's gonna watch it we're paying for this I'm going to tell you. Six boobies are in the movie. Six boobies? That's not enough to get $20 million back. Yeah. Sorry, that's exclusively horror films in the 90s, actually. True. But, uh, yeah, it's it's just like a lot of people talk about how the script of this movie sucks and they don't really understand what they're they're really critiquing a lot of the time. Like, sometimes, yes, like you can really look at a script and say, yeah, this is bad. Yeah, uh, but like people gotta keep in mind sometimes when they say this screenplay is awful, this this writer, his work is bad. It's just like I can never get behind that shit. You never know, Almost. man. You never know what happened, man. Like, but, like unless it's like a director or a writer who has free range and like you can tell they're a piece of shit by the dialogue or like yeah their their actions around film or just people in general. Fine, but like. I would never shit on a writer just because I didn't vibe with their script for a film. Like, that's idiotic. Yeah, and, like, the only reason why I can say things like like that, like, the script for Halloween 2 is bad is, like, I've read so much about the creation of the Halloween franchise. Yeah. And everything, even Carpenter points to, like, yeah, my script is bad, guys. Yeah. So, like, it, it is a weird situation. Like, when there's that much public knowledge about it, you can say that. But, like, a lot of times I feel like people are like, hey, uh, I didn't like the movie, so the script sucks. And it's yeah. like, like, I saw people, like, they dragged Daniel Ferrans for Halloween 6, and it's like, they didn't film his scripts. Like, yeah, they, they destroyed his script. And I'm not saying that Daniel Ferrans is a good guy or a good, direct, good writer or a director, because he directed The Haunting of Sharon Tate. So, like, bad shit, man. Yeah, so, 100%. Like, I'm not saying he's super duper talented or that Halloween 6 would have been great if no one touched his script but to be fair they tore that movie apart six different ways from Sunday it's funny how kind of polar opposite it is but like think of like the script for Friday the 30th with Victor Miller like this man is in a court battle to get the rights for a lot of these characters and a lot of these names with a script that like he just fucking threw shit on paper and like these characters he didn't create with that script and like not to say he's a bad screenwriter I'm not saying that but like he did a a work for hire and with that work for hire with a short amount of time he had to dish out some work and that screenplay shows but it's not his fault and now him and Cunningham two creatives that really just threw shit on paper to make a quick buck are arguing over the semantics like I deserve this or I deserve that. You guys, you had the process. You went through a fast process to just dish this shit out and you want full range of like, we deserve this. You don't deserve anything at the end of the day. 
creatives deserve their money. Don't get me wrong, but like, really, Steve Miner is the creative behind the Friday franchise. And like, if you want to talk about splitting money, you should put that shit three ways. Yeah, Miner, Miner's, Miner's the guy who made the franchise that we know today. Miner gave that series heart and like a pump up in fun and vibrance. Strong direction, good edit, a tight edit. You know, fun characters, yeah. good kills, well-paced out kills. You know, like he, he's the guy who set the blueprint for that franchise moving forward. But even so, like, screenwriters have a tough job. Especially because oh, most yeah. films, they, you don't have one screenwriter. I can't imagine having two screenwriters that have completely varied and different opinions trying to make one thing co- cohesive. It's tough. Well, it's like looking at something like, uh, uh, we're, we're way off topic, but this I think it's an interesting conversation to have. You know, like, uh, looking at a movie like Gemini Man, which came out a couple years ago, mm-hmm. like, that movie is, was in development for, like, 20 years, and it ended up with three, like, three or four credited screenwriters. How do you one make of, that work? One of which wrote Game of Thrones. Which Not you know, a positive a anymore. Explains a lot. Uh, no. <laughs> but, like, there's a couple, there's, there's another really notable screenwriter on there, um, but it's like, they just could not make that movie work. Yeah. And... When you have a movie in development hold like that for so long, sometimes you might you might just want to cut your losses. Yeah, that I agree. And start over from the ground up. It, it, but it, with horror franchises and horror are so radically different because you have to say what can we do with it? What are we utilizing? Why are we doing this? In the end of the day, like Halloween three suffered from being a franchise because it didn't have what was associated with that franchise. But at the end of the day, if it wasn't called Halloween, it no one would have watched it. Yeah, it's and, a multifaceted. It's a multifaceted failure because it being titled Halloween to begin with was a mistake. Yes, but also from like Tommy Lee Wallace's own admission, like the way that they marketed, they did not market the movie very well. Yeah, they did not do a good enough job really explaining to people what this movie is and why Michael's not in it. So, yeah, people I, I mean, even at the up end of like, the day, hey. Where's Michael Myers? And then they tell their friends and family, hey, don't see this movie. Michael's not even in the movie. It, it is bad that he's so. just a movie. Like, the Halloween is on one of the screens. Like You see, if they did that once, I wouldn't care if they do it twice. Yeah. And I do think that it's a little bit too cheeky. So, that does that does get a little bit... Though, I wouldn't mind if it was just the one in the cell or just the one in the, initially. I, I almost would just like it if there was a passing mention about Halloween antics going on and like they mentioned like Halloween's always had some dark cryptic uh, hidings behind it think about what happened in Illinois not that long ago and then they mentioned other instances of things that happened on Halloween that haven't happened but you can continue that in a sequel setting it up of having future films making it the same universe as Halloween and you could do whatever the fuck that'd be cool I don't mind it not being connected, but, like, the idea that it cannot be connected does suck a little bit. There there is no reason why it can't be connected. Like, there's nothing that happens in this that directly contradicts it, except for the fact that Nancy Loomis is in it. The actress plays Annie. Yes. his wife. Um, That's that's the only issue I can see. Well, I think um, the movie showing on the screen is a problem. Well, it's like, if you... I think if you had a poster in the background, I think it would have been cooler. Yeah, you could also get away with a lot if you don't show Michael in the poster. 
Yeah, I, I don't mind them showing them being like, well, Halloween's a movie in our universe. You'd I have don't to mind say, that. like, Halloween, like, the movie in the universe is based on events that happen or something. No, no, no. I, I'm saying, I'm saying that, like, you could have it in the same universe, but I also don't mind that it's not. Yeah, I don't mind universe. that it's not either. I do think that they do, like, I, I don't think we need, we need to be reminded twice. I yeah. think that, I think it would be cool if there's a subtle thing in the background, like, thinking about, like, the Monster Squad. Yeah. Uh, Clubhouse where it's just a poster in the background. I, I just like it being ambiguous where you don't answer the question either way. Yeah. Saying it is in the universe or isn't. I like the idea of being like, hey, maybe I like it being in there or not. Having people create their own headcanons leaves a lot for your film to be sought after, I feel. Yeah, some people really like the, like the fact that they reference the, the movie so blatantly, but I, it, it's one of those things like it, it doesn't make or break it. It's just like, yeah. I think it could have been cool if they did a little bit more subtly. Yeah, I, I just like interaction in my films like that's why i like the end of, of it so much because anything that makes me feel like i as a viewer can decide what's going on or happening yeah. that's my decision i'm interacting with your film i'm not just watching it i'm taking part in it and that's cool i think a little more interactiveness about saying connection to the franchise what can i say what can i decide you know if i want at the end of the day say hey maybe that movie is based on events that happen sure but like I'm fucking, I'm reaching, dude. I'm Shaq dunking on fucking the Lakers reaching. Like, yeah, it doesn't doesn't really work, but I like ambig- ambiguity because it makes me say, hey, this is on me to decide what I like. And that's cool. Which is yeah, why can... that ending works so damn well. Yeah, I can see that for sure. And, uh, anything I, else you'd want to say about the film? I want to, I want to say, I, I really like Conal Cochran, the villain, a lot. He's, he's handy in the good way. Yeah, he, he's that kind of, um, I, I like him like a Batman 60s villain. Yeah, he, he's a very campy villain, but also, like, just thinking about his plan, like, he is also very, very scary. Because it's just like, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he is possibly one of the most evil villains in the fucking movie. Like, oh, I'm going to literally murder as many children as I can. Just like, and it, when that kid dies on screen, that shit looks that's, miserable. That's, like, that's kind of the thing. It's like it's like that's that's stuff that does not they don't do in movies. Yeah, like killing children. I can't believe we don't want to kill more kids, man. Yeah. <laughs> but like uh, like killing children in movies is not. It, it has always been kind of on that taboo ed, end of, of things. Like it's not that they don't do it in movies, but they don't do it very often. It's not something you can market is the problem. But also, it's like usually <laughs> when it happens, it's not nearly as graphic. I, As I it love, is in Halloween 3, like, the way that that yeah. kid dies is fucking gross. Yeah. Because you as a studio don't want to be like, do you remember that film where that fucking child dies brutally? I did that. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's tough to be like, yeah, that was my idea. I'd do it yeah. fucking again. Like, Yeah, it's crazy. They were also telling, telling like, a little, little, little brief aside. Uh, they were telling a little story about that in the uh, the documentary on the disc. Yeah. <laughs> they they did all like they released all the crickets out of, out of the the kid, and they couldn't find all the crickets. So for the entire time that they were filming on that set, it was just crickets all fucking day. <laughs> until they can get out of the set, they just could not find all the crickets. But yeah, like it's so it's grody. Like oh my god, like like crickets coming out of people's mouths. You get fucking. A sn- like snakes coming out of his mouth. Yeah, and, it's, and it is grody. I know I want to wrap this up fairly soon, but I do want to say the effect of it happening is phenomenal. The it effects is in wonderfully. general. 
the effects in general are really fucking good. There's one little like some like of a the, posi- some of the sci-fi shit is a little yeah, it, it's it's la- it's laser beamy, but yeah. like I, I think that overall for what they tried to accomplish, I think they did a pretty freaking good job, especially with the, the practical stuff. Yeah, like the after effects of the laser from uh, the mask. Oh, it's so good. That woman looks fucked up. Oh, I remember, oh, the I remember, nose I remember being the first broken. time I watched that. I remember the first time I watched it. I'm like, holy yeah. fucking shit! When they kill the dad, though, that and shit break his is nose so and shove good. His- shove his nose bone into his fucking brain and lobotomize yeah. his ass and kill him. Yeah, that that's fucking crazy. Because it's a bone crack that really gets you. Yeah. And the self-immolation. All that a lot stuff. of cool kills in this movie. Yeah, also, like, like even, like... Why robots. could you not like it? Like, I'm... Uh, it's, it's at me again. How could you say you hate this movie? Oh, the homeless guy, too. When, he, yeah, when they rip his head off. All of, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying that. <laughs> And like all the like, like he he they kill the homeless guy, rip his head off. It's like that's that looks fantastic. That I the, also even, love even that. the robot stuff. Like when when he, when they're beating the shit out of the robots, that stuff looks pretty good too. I, I just love the idea of like you have a homeless guy being like, you they can hear everything. Like Cochran, fucking bitch, dude. And like Cochran to the back, like, yo, what the fuck did he say? Is he talking shit? And he fucking just charges at him and he goes like, you're fucking dead, bitch. Yeah. I made my case, right? That's why that seems awesome. Even like uh, also also uh, Dick Warlock's one of the robots. Oh. Maybe he's like the prince. They're so fucking slow. He's the one that he rips the fucking um he punches him in the stomach. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Dick Warlock. He's also the one. He's also one of the ones that's in, in the elevator. Remember, I saw him. He walked up and no, he rips the guy, the homeless head guy's head off too. Yeah. He like he walks up and like, that fucking Dick Warlock. I didn't. I never noticed that before this time. I don't know why I didn't notice that. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I saw him like, holy shit, look at that. But yeah. Anyways, that's kind of. I, I don't, I don't I think it's really about the film. Yeah, I don't really think there's anything else to say. It, I I love it. I think it's a great movie. I think it's it's a great horror film, and especially around the time of, of October and and Halloween, it is an easy, great watch for the time. I think it's I think it's great. I watch it every October now. Okay, what do you first a final score? Uh, eight point five. <sighs> okay, I, I I shit on people that hate it, but like if I had to give it a score, six point five, close to seven. Because I, I find some parts to be so boring. Bro, you bro, you give Halloween 2... I oh, like Halloween 2 better. Suck my balls. <laughs> suck your balls. <laughs> suck your balls, bro. No. <laughs> dude. Dude. I'm about bro. to dangle this Jimmy on your forehead, bro. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No, I, I like the movie, but like sometimes it's fucking boring, dude. I'm sorry. I like I'm so, some of the I'm shit. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You're fucking wrong, Scott. Okay. Like, <laughs> if you don't like the movie, die in the fire that killed Ben Tramer. But if you love the movie, great for you. I can't fully agree, but I like the movie. I think it's a fun time. Don't you know that if you don't give it a fucking eight out, eight point five out of ten or higher, you hate the fucking movie, Scott? Didn't you know that? I am going to next day at work. I'm gonna take your Haddonfield hat. I'm gonna visibly make myself puke into it and say, "This is for pissing me off on Halloween." <laughs> no, no, you won't, because I don't wear this hat to work. You're gonna forget one day, and it's game over. Dude. I will definitely not do that. <laughs> because yeah, you're gonna look at it before you leave. Puke hat, puke hat, puke hat, puke hat. <laughs> 
No, I don't want it to be. Dirty. I, I think it's a. I think it's a fun movie. I have a good yeah. time with it. I get a little bored, but it's not for me. It's not my taste. But I totally get. People love it. Totally, yeah. totally get it. It's not a background I'm, film for me on Halloween, but I totally understand why people can just say, "I'm gonna put that thing on and just have a great time." As someone, I mean, I, I watch it for the first time semi recently mm-hmm. at that point a couple of years back. But like, I'm glad it's something that got a reappraisal. Yeah, I agree. It's something that like deserves it, hundred percent. Yeah, like it's a good movie, man. Like it's it's fun. It's yeah. really good. I like the characters. It's got a it's got an awesome concept. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I love the designs of the masks. They all look great. Yeah, it's dope. a little weird. This company's only selling three fucking masks, but whatever. It's, it's all they need, bro. Yeah. Hey, I want to buy them. I want to have them. He's a warlock. He's got control over the stock market. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's all I got to say. I had a good time talking about this film. I had a good time rewatching it. Really excited to talk about the next one. I'm really excited to finally just like rewatch it because that movie, Halloween 4, I watched like, that's like a comfort movie for me, man. I'll that's just, my just favorite that one to put on. I'll just toss it on in the background. It's fun. It's a good movie. We'll talk about why it's of, good. I've had a lot of talk about for a lot of great things. A lot of not so great things, but like, the second to last time I watched it, I was down on the movie. This time I was like, fuck that guy. This film's woo. That's the Halloween movie. It's the only Halloween movie I had to score for. Really? For vinyl? Yep. You have the Halloween 4 vinyl? Yep. Fuck you, bitch. It's my first, it was my first Mondo vinyl. Nice. Mine was Symphony of the Night. Yeah, I got, Mond- I got that in the same pack I got the guests soundtrack. Yeah. So. Alright, so on to a, a fan favorite of both of ours. If we're going to have a list out, it's going to be the one that's always going to be in the top. Besides, obviously, the first one. And, you know, I'm excited to talk about that, and it's going to be a great conversation. And oh, yeah. I hope you join us for it. Thank you so much for watching this about Halloween 3. I'll see you in the return. Bye-bye.